and welcome to the Hope Kids Parent Podcast, a podcast designed to reactivate the family to produce an everyday faith. Welcome to 2015. My name's Trevor, and I'm the Family Ministries Pastor here at Hope Church. Another year is upon us. We as a generation, we've made it through Y2K. We made it through 2012. Now we are into the year that Doc sent Marty to in Back to the Future Part 2. Can you believe that? We're living in the future. New Year's one of my favorite times of year because it brings thoughts of resolutions and making improvements in your life, such as losing weight, maybe learning a new language. It's also a time for reflection of the past year. And so as I'm reflecting on 2014, it was a great year for Hope Kids. You see, Hope Kids is thriving, and the excitement of our volunteers and kids is contagious. We call our volunteers storytellers because we want them to connect your kid to the bigger story that God is writing in their lives. And in 2014, we were committed to building a strong foundation so that you as a parent felt confident that your kids were safe, that they were learning, and most importantly, they were having fun. As I look ahead to 2015, it's time to change our focus a little. You see, while we still want to be safe, teach truth, and have fun, we want to focus on you, the parents of the children we've been entrusted with. We want to create for you the margin to excel at the most important job you have as a parent, the job of being the primary spiritual leader to your children. See, when it comes to faith, we want your kids to look to you, not to us. We strongly believe that what happens at home is more important than what happens at church. We want your kids to grow close with you as your family grows closer to God. Sound dawning? Well, it is. Because most of us are experts when it comes to our jobs. We feel comfortable in our workplace. We know what we're doing. We've been hired because we have an aptitude for a certain task or area. See, we've been trained to do our jobs better and faster. We're confident in our abilities. When it comes to our marriages, we know, that our, we know what our spouse is like. We do things to make them happy. We try to make things work. We're comfortable. We may not have all the answers, but for the most part, we know how to make our marriages work. When it comes to parenting, we're definitely not experts, but at least we try. See, we do everything we can to provide for our kids. We teach our kids. We put them in school so that they can learn. We work long hours so that we can provide for them. We do everything we can to be the best parents we can be. Yet when it comes to being the primary spiritual influence in the lives of our children, we have no idea how to make that happen. The thought of that responsibility is overwhelming. Here's a sobering thought. How you portray Jesus in your home will have the most impact on your child's spiritual development for the rest of their lives. No matter what we as the church teach, your family's doctrine and theology will resonate in their lives forever. Scared yet? That's why we created this podcast. When I was looking at my goals for 2015, one of them was to be able to sit down and have coffee with every parent that has a child at Hope Kids. However, when I ran the numbers, that means I would have to have three meetings a week, every week for all of 2015. I'd love to do that. However, I can't use the calories, even though I would love to sit down with every family over coffee and share how they can partner with us to have a lasting impact on the spiritual development of their child. It's just not feasible. So we decided that this podcast could be our coffee house conversation, a chance for us to impart some of the knowledge that we have on our end so that 
we can help you become a better parent on your end. Each month, we'll be talking about a topic that you can implement in your family for a bigger impact. This month, we'll be talking about making your faith personal. We want you to inspire your child's faith by your example. We all want to know what we can do to raise kids whose faith matters to them as adults. We all want to know that the values we share as a family will be transferred to our kids. Bottom line, we want our kids to be on the same level or better at following Jesus than we are. There are three things we know as an organization and you instinctively know as a parent that will help you not only in your child's spiritual development, but also in their everyday lives. Number one, kids will find important what you tell them is important. Number two, kids will place value on what you place value. Number three, kids will be authentic in areas in which you are authentic. The first part of this is to live in community. You see, kids will find important what you tell them is, is important. I'm a Carolina Tar Heel fan. You know, I go to games, I watch on TV, I wear jerseys and clothes colored in Carolina blue. I yell at the TV when things don't go right. Unfortunately, this is happening more and more lately. But there are certain responsibilities you have when you're a Carolina fan. You know, you have to hate Duke. It's written in the fan laws for Carolina. You have to sign it before you get your fan card. I can't stand anything Duke. Why any Christian would root for the devils perplexes me. The, the real reason is, is they're always good and it really ticks me off. But I celebrate when Duke loses. Now I have to stop here and say, if you're an NC State fan, I'm sorry. You guys are kind of like mosquitoes. Every now and again, you're good enough to be annoying, but most of the time you get swatted back out of the conversation. So I apologize. I'm sorry for the rant. But why do I bring up the Tar Heels? Because my kids are Tar Heel fans. My five-year-old has no idea what a Tar Heel is or even where Chapel Hill is. He has no idea that it's even a college. But if you ask him who he roots for, he will tell you Carolina. Why? because his dad is a Carolina fan. They know I think the Tar Heels winning is important, so they want the Tar Heels to win. They have no idea anything about Duke or the rivalry on Tobacco Road, but they hate Duke because Daddy does, and if it's important to Daddy, it's important to them. If you tell them that school is important, they will think school is important. If you tell them that sports are important, they will think sports are important. If you tell them that church is important, they will think church is important. Until you don't back it up with your lifestyle. You see, I'm also a closeted Virginia Tech fan. I may have more Virginia Tech gear than I do Carolina gear. I'll casually watch their games when they come on TV, but I'm not as fanatical as I am with Carolina. I've never been to a Virginia Tech game. They rarely play on TV and basketball. I'm a casual fan. My kids are not Hokie fans. They don't see it as important. Even though I have the shirts, the jackets, and other fan items, and they see me wear them, they don't find it as important. My enthusiasm for the Hokies is not the same as it is for the Tar Heels. My lifestyle is not a Hokie lifestyle, it's a Tar Heel lifestyle. You see, the same is true with faith. If we don't value and put importance on our relationship with Jesus, neither will our, will our children. If we don't value and put an importance on small group attendance, neither will our children. You think it's, it's important for us to live in community. We start small groups at Hope Kids with kids as young as two years old because we believe that life happens in circles, not in rows. We want people to be around kids, pouring into kids, and we say all the time that their small groups are the most important thing that we do on Sunday morning. But if you're not doing it as a parent, if you're not connected in a small group, they won't hold it as valuable. You see, think of all the re reasons that, that we use to skip church or skip small group. You say we're too tired or it's boring. People don't usually say it's boring about Hope Church because this place is exciting. But 
sometimes the excuse is there's an event or a game that, that I would rather watch or attend. All of this says to your children that, that church is important as long as you're not tired or as long as nothing else is happening that you care about. I guess the bottom line here is don't make your faith and your small group or church attendance the Hokies. Sorry, Hokie fans. But live it out. If you place importance in your small group or your church attendance or in your faith, your kids will find it important as well. The second thing is we want you to set priorities because kids will value what you value. This principle kind of goes hand in hand with the first one. Kids will place value on what you tell them and more importantly, show them has value. You see, we have a tradition in our house. Every Christmas Eve, you get to open one Christmas present from a family member before Santa comes. Yes, we do Santa in our house, but mysteriously, nobody gets confused that we're celebrating the birth of Christ because we place value all year long on Jesus. Santa's like a relative that comes around once a year to give gifts to the kids because God gave the greatest gift to us. We put more value on Jesus every day, so Santa has no chance to take over Christmas. Our kids know Santa brings gifts, but Jesus died, so he wins. He's the one who rules our house. You see, they value their 364 days with Jesus because he's not a Sunday thing in our house. We don't go from Sunday to Sunday without mentioning anything faith or church related. We talk to our kids about Jesus and what they're learning at Hope Kids and that he is the most important thing in our family. You see, we serve together. One of the greatest things about our kids is every Sunday morning they get up and they go to church with us. They get up earlier than they do when they have to go to school and they get ready so that we can all go to church together. Other than the Hope Church Band, who I think sleep there on Saturday nights because they're the first volunteers to get here, but other than them, our kids are the first volunteers that arrive at Hope Church. They help set up for the morning. They don't complain. They know that that's what we do as a family. That's what we put value on is serving others on Sunday morning. They have seen us put a value on serving others, and so they value serving others as well. You see, one of the greatest moments I've experienced as a parent is seeing our children put what we value into practice. Two Easter's ago, we went to the egg hunt at City Park in Burlington. Our kids were incredibly excited and raced onto the field, and they did fairly well, and they were pleased with how many eggs they picked up. And as they were coming off the field full of smiles, they noticed a little girl was crying. She had tripped, spilled her eggs on the ground, and other kids had taken them. She was eggless and devastated. Julie and I were watching them and waiting for them to come back to show us how many eggs they had picked up, but to our surprise, they stopped and they asked the little girl why she was crying. She explained what happened, and they gave her about half of their eggs. We didn't tell them to. We were 20 yards away. They just knew someone was in need, someone was hurting. They had the means to meet the need, and so they did. That's just what we value as a family. And the third thing is be real. Kids will have authentic faith if you have authentic faith. I come from a strong sports background. I played baseball in high school, college, semi-professionally. Uh, my family is about as competitive as you can be. When I was younger, we would compete at anything, a trait that has unfortunately been passed on to my kids. Remember the they value what you value principle? Well, it works both positively and negatively. Now, when I say when we were competitive, I, I just don't mean that we played games, board games. I mean, I've seen my baby sister push my brother out of his dinner chair to eat the last slice of pizza. 
When we first started playing football, my dad told me and my brother to go get on our pads, and then he proceeded to water the backyard to the point that it was just incredibly muddy, and then told us to go out and tackle each other repeatedly while he kept the hose on us the entire time. Now you say that was just kids having fun, but let's fast forward to a more recent time. A couple summers ago, we had set up a slip and slide in my parents' backyard for the grandkids just to have fun, and they were having a great time. We would slide them down the watery track, and a good time was had by all. But then one of us had the idea that soaping the track would be awesome. You could slide faster. So I tried it. Then my brother tried it. Then my 50-something-year-old father tried it. By the time we were done, we had soaped the slip and slide, covered our shirts in vegetable oil, and were sliding down the slip and slide onto a tarp into the grass to see who could slide the farthest. There was blood, bruises, and a cemetery of littered dawn and vegetable oil bottles, all to prove who could slide the farthest. I won. After the commissioner, my mom, ruled I could have one more slide due to a water hose malfunction. You see, I understand competitive. I understand sports. It was my life. But I also understand that Jesus is more important. Jesus is more important than soccer or baseball. Jesus is more important than a championship. Jesus is more important than, wait for it, school. Some moms just about fell out when I said that. But I think deep down we all know that Jesus is supposed to be the most important thing. I think we all want to be parents that shout from the rooftops, Jesus is the most important thing in our family. But we're afraid. We're afraid of what others might say. We're afraid our kids won't get the playing time that they would get if they miss practices. We're afraid that they won't get into the best college. We're afraid that other parents on the team might think we're religious Bible thumpers. We're just afraid. All I know is Jesus is more important. Well, what does that mean? Here's my professional pastor answer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that looks like in your family. That might mean you may have to ask to be on a team that doesn't practice or play on Sunday. Now, we still live in the Bible Belt, so it isn't too hard to find a league that doesn't play on Sundays, but you may have to let the coach know that, hey, church comes first. You may let your kids practice and play during church, but stress the importance of this happens once in a while. And we can still be an active part of church and volunteer maybe during the week or a non-traditional Sunday morning capacity. You need to show your kids that you're making an effort to keep Jesus your number one priority. I was in student ministry for 15 years. I was a youth pastor for a long time. And I know plenty of kids that walked away from their faith. I knew plenty of families who thought their kids would re-engage when they quit playing sports, but most never did. They didn't find church important. They didn't have value placed in their relationship with Jesus because their parents valued sports or placed a priority on um, school over church, um, grounded kids and kept them from coming to church, things of that nature. If your faith is authentic, you'll find a way to make a priority in your family. And those parents who placed a priority on faith and serving others and, and made sure that their kids were coming to church as much as they could a lot of those kids are still actively serving in church today. You see, if you find a way to make it a priority, your kids will follow in your example because they put a priority on what you put a priority on. I just want to thank you so much for listening to the Hope Kids Parent Podcast. Once a month, we'll put this out. Next month, we're going to be talking about 
uh, the five principles that we have at Hope Kids. So be sure to check out our podcast next month, as well as our Wombaland and Upstreet Facebook pages for all the latest information about what is happening at Hope Kids.